0: Right now, though, we turn our attention to the round ball code. Really interesting times in New Zealand football, and we get on to uh, reason number two a little bit later, but at the top, we are delighted to welcome in to the programme the new Wellington Phoenix Women's uh, A-League head coach, uh, Paul Temple, who was appointed uh, some time ago, of course, I think back in June, so he's been working feverishly to prepare his side for the new season. So it's a new season, it's a new coach, there's a new captain, there is a new squad, but Paul Temple, is familiar to the Wellington Phoenix, Have been involved in their academy, setup up for a long, long time, knows the inner workings of the club, and he joins us on the program. Good morning to you. Good morning, Daniel. How are you? I'm great. What about yourself? How's the coach Very a good. few days out from the start of the new season?
1: Yeah, I'm relaxed. I'm, I'm enjoying it. And uh, another beautiful Wellington day to uh, to maximise it as well. So all is good here.
0: You know it. Get that Wellington propaganda out, my friend. Uh, showing you a true Wellingtonian, talking about the weather up the top. Excellent stuff. You're ticking all the boxes there. What boxes have you gone about trying to tick in pre-season? You know, lots of turnover of players, new coach coming in and in yourself. I guess you didn't want to overload all your players um, in some way. So what have you focused on?
1: Yeah, we focus very much on the style of play because ultimately that's going to be something that we're going to have to live by and believe in and it's it's a work in progress but we've put a lot of effort into that over the preseason. Um, obviously you've got to balance that with getting the players fit for the new season as well um, and there's some challenges thrown in there with there's an international window. Uh, it's only a five week preseason. You lose the players for 12 days uh, for international window so it's it's been challenging but We've just come off the back of a week in Australia where we played two games against other A-league oppositions. So we feel like we've got that preparation leading into to round one on Sunday. So, yeah, feeling good and feeling like we've achieved a lot in this five weeks. But um, still pretty early days in the bigger process.
0: How do you describe the football you're going to play?
1: Well, I want it to be exciting for people to watch so high energy, um, short passing game, um, technical, and try and work in lots of combinations with the ball. I think that's what fans like to see. I know that's what I like to see, and um, it's, it's something that I'm pretty passionate about and will drive with this team, um, and it's just about, for me, being brave enough to put it out there and, and to do it week in, week out, no matter who you yeah. play against. Um, so that's the, that's the challenge for us this season. But hopefully... Um, win, lose, or draw, the the fans will enjoy watching the team. That's, uh, that's important.
0: Well, that was my next question. Is conviction and holding firm to your belief of play essential for you? And that's a resounding yes. You will stick to it no matter what in some ways.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because I think you know, if you're looking at the long term and, you know, we're trying to make this team more competitive, we're trying to produce better players for the for the football club and ultimately that will, will help New Zealand teams as well. It can't be short term. It can't be one off. It can't be just when you feel like you're in games where you feel like you might be more successful than others. You You have to have that conviction to stick to it no matter what. And there'll be bumps in the road. You know, it won't all be perfect. And there'll be games where... It doesn't quite work as well as you want it to, but that's all part of the process. But for the long term, we have to stick to this to to move forward and and to make our players better and to to improve as a a football team.
0: I know you weren't responsible for last season, but I look at last season and I see it in two parts, the start and then what came after. It was a horrendous start. It might have been seven games. They really did struggle. After that, they were sort of a playoff side as far as points per game. So what lessons has the club learnt from last season and, and the inaugural season as well?
1: Well, I think we've really invested in young players. You know, we had a pretty similar playing group over the first two seasons of the Kiwi girls. There's a few of the Australians changed around a little bit, but the, the Kiwis stayed pretty much the same. And off the back of that, we've now got this kind of group of young Kiwi girls that are kind of knocking on the door of the national team, the Mackenzie Barrys and the Grace Wisniewskis, the Kate Taylors, those type of players. And they got two years of playing experience in the A-League now, and they've been through the the lows and the highs. So um, we're getting way better experienced players. And so those two seasons have created a really good, solid base and foundation and experience. And now it's about... The lessons we're learning is we we've got to focus on that attacking end of the pitch, and so we've brought in some import players. We've uh, we've promoted some attacking players from our academy, and and that's the the focus. The the team at the second half of the season was was pretty competitive and didn't concede a huge amount of goals. So, defensively. Um, they finished the season pretty well, and we just didn't score enough goals to to convert those performances into wins. So uh, that's the that's the main focus: score more goals, be more attacking, and and try and get the rewards for the performances that are put in.
0: Paul Temple was with us as we taught the start of the Wellington Phoenix Women's A-League campaign this coming Sunday. Uh, You've cast the net far and wide as far as where you bring players in from. You've talked about the scholarship players, you know, promoting from within. I think Rebecca Lake from our own domestic comp was the first signing you made. But to these imports who who are going to be uh, charged with a lot of responsibility, putting the ball in the back of the net is a very, very difficult, you know, job. So tell us more. Tell the audience about some of these imports. And what they you hope they're going to bring?
1: Yeah, well, I think the Mariana is uh, Mariana Speckmeyer is the striker that we've brought in. Um, she's a Venezuelan international striker. She's played in the NWSL for Washington Spirit uh, and scored in that competition. She scored international goals against big teams um, in Copa America and things like that. So. Um, and she's kind of a, a perfect age, really, where she's, you know, in her mid-20s, she's got the sort of best years ahead of her. So there's still good growth and potential in her, but she's also been there and done it and has experience. So we're, we're bringing in somebody with a very strong mentality and, and somebody who's scored goals at the highest level and played in the best competition in the world. So um, this is this is exciting for us and we don't want the entire responsibility of scoring all the goals to be on her but she's definitely going to be uh, a significant contributor in terms of how we how we perform and and how we attack and so um, she's ready to take on that responsibility which is good and the the rest of the supporting cast will have to uh, will help her with that and one of those is Hope Breslin who's another american that uh, we brought over from the houston dash and who's played for angel city which is one of the most famous clubs in the world so um she was actually their first ever draft pick so again credentials are high um she's played in that competition and um and done really well in that competition so when they come into the a league you're expecting them to be able to perform at a really high standard and from what we've seen from from those two in particular at training and, and in their pre-season matches, uh, we've got two extremely good players and uh, and really good people. They've, they've adapted very well and, and really bought into what we're doing. So I'm excited about what they can do. And the uh, the other two Visa players are a little bit different. Um, Hayley Davidson is a, a right fullback, but really attacking right fullback. Very energetic, very quick and dynamic, and I wanted her to to really sort of support in that attacking space Um, which is also very good one-on-one defensively so that's kind of been a position that we haven't really had anybody that's um, been a solid kind of starter over the first few seasons so that was important we got somebody to play there and then and then Riley Foster is, uh, I'm sure most people have heard this story already, uh, pretty incredible type of person to come out of Liverpool in the UK um, after a pretty serious car accident. She's back playing and, um, and yeah, we've, uh, we've brought her in as well to sort of improve on our goalkeeping stock. So, yeah, all, uh, all over we're, um, we're covered now and, and we feel we've got really good competition for places in those positions all over the pitch.
0: Anna Lee Longo, we all know, incredible servant to New Zealand football. A newcomer to the football club, you've immediately uh, given her the honour of being captain and uh, a broader sort of uh, you know leadership group. Um, former captain still at the club. Um, why, why Anna Lee?
1: Oh, I think Anna Lee just her reputation precedes her in many ways. As you say, just like this incredible servant to New Zealand football. She's been in the national team since she was fifteen. And she's uh, into her early 30s now. So the, the career sort of speaks for itself. And I think if, you, if everyone thinks back about all the times they've watched the football Ferns and seen Anna Lee play, she always stands out as this technical player who takes the ball in any situation, is calm under pressure. And I still haven't ever seen her lose her rag. So she's, she's a pretty calm, cool customer. And I think she's, uh, she's just what we need, you know, to sort of piece all these things together, bring a new team together, help the young players. She's very invested in the future of the game and helping that. So she's a perfect person to play the style of football that we want and be a, a second coach on the field in terms of that, bring some of the young players through and help guide them and also have that experience when it matters to take the reins and take the ball and, and show that composure that we're going to need.
0: Indeed. Indeed. Um, SCNZ listeners have a soft spot for Lily Alfald, considering her brilliant work during the Football World Cup and her passionate commentary, where she lived and breathed every single kick of that. I'm delighted. Uh, I'm not delighted for her because she's got such a bad back injury, and I just wish her all the best because she wants to be playing again. But I know she's been appointed in the backroom staff for operations executive, so big thumbs up from uh, us to you on that front. But to that World Cup and building off it, now this is a complicated uh, vex question for me. I, I don't know the answer, but you know, media hacks like me throw out big lines like, oh, this will be great for the A-League competition. You know, what, what do you think you can get out of the World Cup, which was just truly an imag- a magical experience for us all?
1: Yeah, it really was. Um, it was such an awesome event, and I think uh, New Zealand really took to the World Cup. Um, I don't think anyone was really too sure how that was going to work out before the tournament, but it probably exceeded everyone's expectations in terms of the quality of the tournament, but also the, I guess, the crowds that we got in New Zealand and the attendances at the games were, were phenomenal, really. Um, look, I think realistically, we're not going to fill Sky Stadium for A-League games because we're not at that point in the, in the evolution of the game here yet. Um, but I do hope that, people that watch the Women's World Cup and have now got more of an interest in it and will identify with some of the players um, will make an effort to, to tune in to watch the A League to come to Sky Stadium this weekend to have a look at the new team and and give it an opportunity and then it's really up to us and and the team to perform and and to play a way of football that people want to come back and keep watching again. So, um, yeah, I think it it might bring a few more people into the gate, but we've still got to do our job at at keeping people there because ultimately I think that's why everyone kept coming back to the World Cup. The atmosphere and the quality of the football was so high.
0: Well, you've got a quality opponent. I assume they're as good as they always seemingly are this coming Sunday. So we wish you all the success for that and the season uh, as a whole. Paul, thanks so much for taking the time and joining us today. Good luck. No problem. Thanks for having me, Daniel.